Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 68 of the Okie Geek Podcast. I'm Michael Cross. I'm Joshua Unruh. And our guest this week is Wes and Amber Bowen of Otaku Matsuri, which is an anime convention going on at Embassy Suites in Norman, January 13th through 15th. Wes and Amber, welcome welcome aboard. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so tell me about uh, Otaku Matsuri. What is, what's going on? Well... As somebody who's a big fan of actual anime conventions, and I run my own small business that sets up at them anyway, we wanted to try to kind of go back to the way conventions used to be, where it was more focused on the culture aspect of the convention and the actual um, anime fandoms, whereas a lot of conventions now have become more catch-all than anything. They want to focus more on your... Your gaming, and then they want to marry in. You know, they may say anime convention, but you'll you'll get, you know, ten vendors that sell nothing but Marvel stuff or something like mm-hmm. that, like pops figures and stuff. Mm-hmm. So very much in like pop culture type stuff as well. They bring yeah. in the movies, the TV, the you know, I mean, they'll, they'll bring in uh, besides just anime Spike stuff. It's, anime is movie. And TV. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Besides just anime, <laughs> it's, it's other things. Way. They'll bring you know, like guests, like you know, it's the the latest Marvel movie type thing. And yeah, you're right. Yeah. And and because of that, I just, you know, I had an idea about, we've actually been kind of planning it for probably like five years. Yeah, off and on for five years Mm -hmm. as we've had time. Um, And we just kind of decided to jump feet first really into it. Yep. And that's the only way to do it. That's (laughs) the way to do it. I mean, look, I I mean, first first year cons are hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so it's like, let's just do that first year. Yeah. you, You know, as best we can. Not, you know, do it jank but you do it as best you can and you go second year is gonna be better which again i've done a couple of different like first year shows with people so i'm not saying they can't be good i'm just (laughs) like that that like huge hurdle of just starting the thing Mm -hmm. is just start the thing and then then you get done with it you go Okay, now we can focus for the second year, and it, it's, it's going to be better. We were talking about the hip hop festival just a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They, they were in their second year, and last last year was like eh, it was okay. I mean, the, the the event was great, but they didn't necessarily have as many vendors. They didn't have as many uh, sponsors. Yeah. But then they their second year boom. I mean, it took off. Sometimes it's just you know. So you just got to do get the going. thing. You just got to do the thing. You, you can't have a second year without a first year. So that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned before we start recording that you are a longtime fan of anime. So you have been, you've, you've seen this evolution of the show. Yes. The cons get, yeah. And rebelling against it now. Right. <laughs> I love it. Kind of, kind of trying to take a step back and give people, you know, the reason people started going to them in the first place was to actually have a good time. Yeah. To, to enjoy the, the culture that they might not have a chance to see as well as the animation aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And again, it's it's moved a little bit too far away from that. Um, we have some really great conventions nearby that really focus as much as they can on that aspect. But they also, because they are so established, they've watched that evolution themselves mm-hmm. and they've kind of married everything into it, yeah. which has made it more of a conglomerate more than a actual convention. So that's what I'm just trying to avoid that if possible. But I'm still going to... We, we still want to welcome the other fandoms we we know that your convention can only be there's good. also a bunch of overlap i mean this oh, is course. this is a thing that i uh various fandoms of my own my <laughs> whole life where i'm like okay so I, I mean this was a little more true i guess you know when i was a kid but i would be like ah you have recognized my legion of superheroes reference tell me 
do you own polyhedral dice? <laughs> and and not every time, but often there was, yes, I do. <laughs> well, okay, friends. I mean, you know. Do you like, have a uh, ranger character? Yeah, tell, <laughs> tell me something. You know, how do you feel about 10th level paladins or whatever? Uh, like there would just be this this natural overlap. Sure. And so, yeah, you, you can't, especially now, a little more geek chic. Yeah. Um, it's great, like which is a plus, but you can't say only this. No, you know, there's no cred checks. Yes, just come and have fun with the thing. Yeah, and it's and it's there's no reason to have the just because you've got someone, you've got anime fans there. You don't have to also appease their Doctor Who side or right. their you know or their Dungeons and Dragons side. They're gonna be there because they enjoy anime. Yeah, that's what brings them to the convention in the first place. Exactly, I agree. And being able to just you know have that spot where they can come to and enjoy that. You, Of course, you're going to have vendors that will always carry those items sure. because they know they sell. And we've, But we've primarily focused on those vendors that mainly focus or cater to the anime side of things, um, as well as the artists, too. Um, we're, again, I run a business, Asian Culture Entertainment. We go to conventions every year. Um, my wife also runs a small business, um, Angel and Bunny, where she makes handmade... Uh, hair accessory and Lolita items. Um, Lolita is a Japanese street fashion. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I what's, knew that what's one. The name of your, what's the name of your business there? Angel and Bunny. Angel and Bunny. Is there a website for that? I have an Etsy shop, but it's oh, kind yeah, of okay. not updated at the moment. So search search Angel and Bunny and oh, well then never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Share it now if you want to. That's this right. thing will there's, live there's, forever. It's right. the internet. <laughs> I know. And trust me, I have a blog that I haven't written yeah. in, in years. So yeah. I got two or three of those. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. So, so what, what, what can people expect to see when they come to your festival? Well, um, a lot of what we're trying to focus on, again, is the, the anime side of everything right. and the cultural side of everything. But we do have a, an artist that I'm actually kind of interested in seeing. They, make, they specialize in um, wood hangings, like the, the, your name mm-hmm. in Japan is usually... You've got your family name on a wooden plaque on the front of your house. They specialize in making those. And they're going to be at our convention. They're called kanji carving. They've never, I don't think they've ever set up in a, at a convention in this area. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, forget my last name. Can I get other last names? Yeah, you can. You, you can I'm going to turn them. my house into the Sakino household. <laughs> <laughs> my Sailor Moon fandom comes out every episode. I make sure of this. Anyway, oh, oh, a, a, a little plug that we found out. When is that a Sailor Moon movie? Oh, they just announced that. Um, Viz just announced that they're releasing the Sailor Moon movies, and the the nineties, the nineties movies. Yeah, yes. they haven't been available anywhere. There's some weird well, rights things, right? In, Something like that. In January, they're going to show the first one. The Excellent. Promise of the Rose. Well, wait, in, wait, in, in, in what? Oh, in theaters. In theaters. <laughs> I know that was that was my reaction. I was I mean, super honestly, excited. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you without going too far down the ra- this rabbit trail. Crystal has kind of cured me of '90s Sailor Moon anime. <laughs> like, oh, it can be like this. I'm gonna just do this. But but <laughs> I haven't seen those movies. I mean, I probably haven't seen all of them. I think there are four. There's three. Three? Okay, okay. I know I've only seen one, maybe two. I mean, it's so long ago. And it was like one time on somebody's bootleg, <laughs> right? I watched them at least once a year. Yeah, yeah but, but this was the... Okay, so I am... 
I am a complicated age for this. Okay, so for real, I think I've talked about this on the show too. With, again, and then we'll stop. I will stop talking about Sailor Moon. But this is actually cultural <laughs> things also. Yes, it so, actually does fit. So I randomly, you know, fall in love with this show at 6 o'clock in the morning, circa 1993, oh, yeah. right? Before I go to yes. work during my summer break. I'm watching the two episodes of Sailor Moon and I go to work. And so I see what? I think it's like 80 episodes and then it just starts over in the middle of a storyline. That was yes. me. That's my whole life. Okay. And then it goes away because I, I, it, I just stopped playing it. And uh, I even bought the, uh, uh, a few years later, the um, Sailor Moon role-playing game book. Mostly because it had an episode guide in it. Mm -hmm. By the way, that game is terrible. Like the episode <laughs> guide is great. It is the worst. It is so. It's very of its time, says game designer me. Um, but so I do that so I can know what happened, and uh, and it it was, it was a really long time before it occurred to me, to you know, just get the manga at the library or whatever because. It just went like manga was not a thing yet. Yeah. Uh, right. And so it just it just didn't occur to me. I think actually it was my son who said, can we just get him at the library? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> what, what, to the computer. <laughs> yes, we can. Get in the car. And we just come out with all uh, 12 of them in the short story. You know, um, anyway. So. So there's actually a, a, an arc. That, that, that follows the full storyline. Yeah. Like, oh, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm used to anime. Yes. anime Japanese that, comics that tends of... to have beginning, middle, and ends. Well, no, I mean, just Although over the span is... of 15 years, yeah. but still, beginning, there is, there will be an end. <laughs> but, but anyway, so I mean, that was the, like, I'd see, I was always looking, but this is early 2000s, so it's like, look as hard as you want. There's not a lot of Sailor Moon stuff. I mean, you, you know. Oh, yeah. At that point in time. Now they're so, doing the 20th anniversary of it. I know. So. I know, because I spend it's way everywhere. too much time playing Sailor Moon Drops. And uh, Me too. Yeah, I did not get Makoto in her dessert-making apron. I was one star short. I almost threw my phone. <laughs> what do you mean it's over? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anime disasters. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So good to know about those. Those. So those movies, there were rights things, right? Like, yeah. like uh, uh, I don't remember exactly all the details, but like, it, again, everybody tried to sort of snatch up all the, the manga and anime rights that they could at that time. Like it was bonanza time. And, and I actually think that the rights things were on the Japanese side. Like they couldn't get, don't hold me to this if you are a hardcore like uh, anime historian for this stuff, but it was... They couldn't get both of the Japanese companies to agree to let one American company release them. So there was like this, it was hard. They were hard to come by anyway. So that's super exciting. But, uh, Sorry. No, no, Andrew, you said they were releasing it. Are they releasing? You said they're in the theaters. Are they also releasing it? Is it going to be on DVD or is it going to be streaming? If someone is one of the. the... I'm not sure. Um, you check that out for us and let us know. Listen, <laughs> me to the Google. Me, circa 1995, is very happy that it's going to be on in the theaters, even if it's only one time. I know. I know. This is your two-hour window. Well, I'm going. Yes, I'm into that. So, yeah. But hopefully, I mean, now if, if they've opened it up, maybe maybe they'll be actually like Netflix and and uh, and or Hulu might be able to pick them up as well. So it'd be. Certainly, very um, Amazon Prime probably. I mean, no, Hulu those. has has them now. Oh, do they? Okay. I mean, the the, the, the show, the not not, not the movies, right? Mm -hmm. They have the redubs too. Yes, redubs. yes, mm -hmm. yes. So yeah, you've been watching those with your son. I did until we got hardcore into Crystal, and then I was like, I'm not sure that I can deal with 900 episodes of Chibiusa being terrible. I mean. 
10 or 12 episodes of Chibi Use <laughs> of being terrible, sure. But yes. I feel like it got really quiet. <laughs> and perhaps one of our guests wants to fight with me about Chibi Uso. No, no. Okay. <laughs> That's one of those I generally feel is not a controversial opinion, and yet it just got really frosty in here, and I was like, ah, hell, what did I do? No. Perhaps somebody loves Chibiusa. Can we all still hate Chibiusa? I know some people who love Chibiusa. Sure, because there's always some weirdos. (laughs) That's right. Those weirdos. There's always always somebody. Come on. Uh, Okay. All right. So I'm done. That's excellent news. Thank you very much. Now we can go back to talking about your show that is not 100% Sailor Moon, no matter how much apparently two people in this room would be fine with that. Okay. (laughs) Well, we we will have a guest. Yes. Tell me about this. That. Two of them, actually, that did uh, redub voices for Sailor Moon. Oh, the, um, the, for the 90s? Mm-hmm. Anime? Okay. Um, they redubbed it. We have Sailor Mars, mm-hmm. the person who played mm-hmm. Sailor Mars' voice, um, and so- Jennifer Sihi sang the English lyrics back in the 90s oh, for Sailor Moon. The singable version of the mm-hmm. set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The openings. She the sang one the that, openings. So we started watching, when we were watching the old ones, we started watching the, the subs because mm-hmm. all I had was, was the dubs. And I wanted to see the parts of the show that got cut. Also, you know, to uh, unaltered, I guess. So we had we had to watch the subs, and it's it's amazing. It just doesn't matter what language that tune is in. I'm gonna wind up singing the the English Sailor Moon theme song the whole rest of the day. Listen, magic powers are sewn into her. Shut up. Yes, that 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 song. That she's the one who sang that. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. One of, that's one of the songs that she is that's known the for only, doing. The only gonna, thing I know about Sailor Moon. I'm going to hug her. The, 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 the I'm going to make it song. awkward over that song because seriously, we'll do it. Because magic powers are sewn into her. Heads up. <laughs> I love that rhyme. I love that rhyme. It's ridiculous. Okay. No, don't let me talk about Sailor Moon anymore. Um, <laughs> but going back to There that, are other anime. Well, going, going back to those English openings, I do the yeah. same thing for Ron the One Half. Because they, the, when Viz re-released it, they yeah. didn't do the English openings with it, and I grew up with the English openings on VHS. So there, there are people I can still call and just go yapapa yapapa, and they'll just Shante, keep going, yeah. and I'll be like, on, hang up. <laughs> I mean, I'm, well, that's gonna be in my head all day now. I, it had to be done. I apologize. <laughs> here, I'll make it up to you when I'm when we're done here. I'll call two or three people that I know I can also do it to, <laughs> who can take revenge on me later. So. That's fantastic. I there I these a similar group of people I could call and just go peach on and they would respond with he's good for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean we could use this like spy call sign. It could happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean all I would have to do peach on he's good for nothing. It's I guarantee <laughs> this. I guarantee this. Yeah. It's like like a door code. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You're in. Come on. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Well we focused a lot of our our guests actually around it's a newer anime series that came out just yes. recently in english it's uh, called love live it's a school idol anime and okay it has a very big popular range here in the u.s um in fact most of what i sell in my other business is love life or school idol anime related so, okay for for the listeners school, at school home and probably me and michael <laughs> yes. i think i know but i don't want to explain it with 900 words when two will do School idol, tell us what. Yeah. Tell us what do you mean by that? Hi, tell us about the school idol genre of anime. Well, Amber? Love Live School Idol Festival or School Idol Project is an anime, and it has a game called Love Live School Idol Festival as well. It's a mobile game. It's a rhythm game, 
but it's about a group of high school students that get together to form an idol club in order to gain popularity for their school and save their school from closing. So they Oh my god, it's every it's every 80s movie I loved right. turned into They they make outfits and they do their choreography and make their music and then they put on performances and sing and dance. And there's a few other animes that are similar to that like that are really popular. You have Idol Master, which is also an idol anime. Um I haven't watched it myself, but it's also very popular here in the States. Um, but they came out with a second season as well for Love Live School Idol Project. And it's called Sunshine, Love Live Sunshine. So it's really popular. And there's nine different girls in each season. Jeez. And they're, they all have, like, fandoms for them. Like, everybody loves each one of them individually, like, yeah. You can find a fan awesome. for each one everywhere awesome. you go. And it's pretty amazing. Like, it depends on where you're at, on which one is the most popular. Like, we've talked about doing, like, polls at our events that we've gone to because you never know who's going to sell, like, the most at each event. Like, you can sell one character, mm-hmm. like, a whole bunch at one and turn around and go to the next one and not sell any of that character. <laughs> it's really insane. Like, you've got huge fandom for it, huge following. And a lot of our guests are actually voice actors for Love Live School Idol Project. For, for like the, the dub? Or yes. The, yeah, the dub. excellent. Now, where, where would I see, see, yes, where might we see such a, th- is, this a is this readily and easily streamable yep. um, available? You can go to www.otakumatsuri.com mm-hmm. and I'll take you right to our website. And most of all of our guests have like a, a prime spot on the front page, mm-hmm. but we also have a guest tab that, takes you just like a whole collage of who's there and some of their primary characters are listed on our website fantastic so That's it's all in, I, I, I like to do as much interaction that i can on the <laughs> website so so i i hmm i feel i feel like this is dangerous territory for me why is that do you well, want to watch this anime yeah, yeah. of course i do you do I mean, want to watch this i mean anime. the reason and, and the reason i say we'll, of we'll course, season one with you the re- <laughs> how many episodes are in season one well, the way they do no, seasons now, the, the, way, the way they do seasons now, there's what twelve or thirteen in season one. Oh, oh, well, oh, oh, much they, more they, manageable. Yeah, they, they break it up into parts, parts where yeah. you've got like twelve episodes and then twelve, 12. episodes. It's twenty four episodes total. Okay, yeah, um, well, that's the, not too bad. The, no, the, no, no, the no. movie, the movie was amazing. I'm just gonna say that because there is a movie. We went actually. Well, see you later. Yeah, they they, they, they did a, an airing of it down in Dallas, mm-hmm. and it was a huge. So we the whole theater was packed. I, it was great. I just love. I just love these types of these. Let's you know, bad news bears type. You know, we got to save the school <laughs> yeah. or rec center or whatever. So, what kind of talents do we have? Underdog, come up the thing. And then, of course, of that course, goes all the way back to Mickey Rooney and Judy Garland <laughs> movies. Let's oh, let's man. have a let's have a you know a, a, <laughs> let's have a, a thing yeah. to 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 save the school or to save yeah mm-hmm. yeah. But but I I also am long time. This is going to sound dirtier if I've never used this term on the show. So just give me. <laughs> they started calling them teen exploitation movies just because there was that rash of teen movies in the late '90s and early 2000s, and that's what friends of mine called when I was like, called them when I was like, um, I don't give a crap what you're doing today. I have clueless and bring it on on a loop. <laughs> teen exploitation. Because it came off perfect. Of the whole, just happened, yeah. and or not just, but I mean, you know, has happened, and I'm just like, oh. Oh, fantastic. Nine characters that I can fight with other people about who the best one is. 
are going to come together and, and sing to save their school. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm into it, man. Yes. I'm in. That's right. Crap. Yeah, it's the same stuff. Never, yeah. It's just a dark room. I'm Have you ever heard out. of Crunchyroll? Yes. Yes. It's on Crunchyroll. Okay. I think it's on Hulu, too. What Should be. Love Life? Yeah. Yes, oh, love on Hulu. Uh-oh. Okay. See, I'll, I got something I to watch turned, before January. I was about to say, I just turned, <laughs> I turned Hulu off because the CW betrayed me. But uh, <laughs> by the way, did you know that if you get the CW app, you can watch all the shows until Tuesday? Yes. Okay. Again, brief digression, just for you. <laughs> the Flash told uh-huh. me on Facebook. Not personally, his official page. <laughs> You're friends with Flash. Barry He's, Allen and I are not pals. Okay. You know he's Barry Allen? Obviously. <laughs> but it actually said something like, uh, this weekend is your last chance to watch this season from the beginning. Right. Before right. Now, Tuesday. Yeah, it'll, it'll but drop. But I mean, it's got like six episodes. Right. It'll drop episodes. But, it, but I'm, I'm just saying, needless the, to say, the latest episode. Needless to say, is, there's already a dark room I'm disappearing into this weekend. <laughs> so we're going to have to make a different appointment for, tell me, Love. Love, love, life. Life. love, love life. life school idol pro- project. Yeah. Yes. So we're going to have to make another appointment for that because I have uh, five more episodes of Supergirl and six episodes of Flash to watch. But remember, all you have to do is keep up with the ones that that are going to drop off. Yeah. So you don't actually have to watch like, Maybe. all Maybe. I don't trust them. But you do watch Supergirl. It is, it is so much. I saw the first much, one. It is so much. Yeah. You were, you I, were also, about it. <clears throat> I also have six episodes of Arrow to ignore. Yes. <laughs> I, very don't worry. I'm watching them for you. They're awful. So you can move on. Okay. <laughs> So I'm super into this plan, especially if I can become a giant fan before January and just show up and squee at voice actors. Yeah, it's, that would it, be it's, wonderful. It's, it's a strong possibility, let me tell You're, you. Man, I, that's, really, that's really a perfect storm of Josh interests right there, I have to be honest with you. Yeah, see, I, and, I, I, I and there's a bunch of outfits like the... Every, oh, yeah, every right? song okay. has a new outfit. Oh, t- that could be so much fun. See, and this has become a thing. I keep I keep tweeting at people, hoping that they will respond to me, that I'm like, man, I wish I knew something about fashion so that I could talk more seriously about superhero costumes and, and stuff. And this is pretty and, pretty, pretty kid-friendly, family-friendly type, type oh, yeah. stuff. So yeah. I could probably, oh, I could bring my wife into anime by having her watch this. I just want to point out that you asked, is this kid-friendly so that you could invite your wife in? Well, yeah, she's, yeah. I'm not, mm, I, was, I have no other commentary. I was still surprised that she actually watched Jessica Jones. Well, not kid friendly. No. <laughs> no. And I, that's why I didn't, I didn't watch it with her because I didn't are know you she showing was me? Are Marcia you looking point. up images right now? I am. Listen, the, your pitch is good. I'm into it already. Oh, God. <laughs> like you had outfit. me at different outfits. <laughs> you <laughs> had me before that, but that cemented it. Oh, man. Those are fab. Look at. I'm gonna watch this show. <laughs> That's awesome. If, if they randomly, I know they're not going to, but if they randomly suddenly had like power gems or something and had to fight monsters, it'd be nice. It'd be nice to get into something the only that's way new. To... One of the problems I've always had with anime is that typically you're right; it's it's older, um, uh, going all the way back to the '90s, and there's tons of episodes, and yeah. so I'm like. Yeah. So I want a to lot of them these that's... days are really short. Which they're, I like. They're going to be about 12 to 24 episodes. But it's also new. So there yeah. aren't, I'm just saying, I'm just saying there's a lots of episodes, not necessarily because there's maybe so many episodes of seasons. There's just so many seasons. It goes mm-hmm. back to the 90s. You, I mean, you look up old Pokemon started oh, in 2000. Oh, oh, oh. I, I understand you. This you, is the, this is the, it's, hey, I, hey I, somebody says to me, hey, I really like that Captain America movie. 
what should I go get at the comic book store? And I can't tell them because there's like <laughs> 17 yeah. different well, volume ones. There's, yeah. there's, a, there's one know. where he's punching Hitler, and that's the first so one. It's like, you I don't know up. where to start. Kind of, <laughs> that's kind only of about uh, $100,000. <laughs> hey, hey, hardcore anime fans, how do you feel about uh, like some of these Netflix original anime series that are, I think, not really. I, how much does the made in Japan aspect matter versus the style to you guys and also kind of fandom at large? Well, actually, the Netflix Originals, is, it's funny that you bring that up. Netflix Originals is actually just um, Netflix that has licensed the anime. Are they? Mm-hmm. Oh. And they've, they've dubbed them. Um, okay, I feel like there's one oh. that isn't that Ni- way. Knights of Sidonia? Maybe that's the one I read about and made assumptions. Um, Knights of Sidonia was more of a like a... A combination of mm-hmm. Western and Eastern style of art. Um, I wasn't a necessarily a big. It, a lot of people were a big fan of it, so I can't really say anything yeah, negative yeah, about yeah. it. I've only seen one or two episodes myself. It just moved really slow in progression. I yeah. thought so. I just couldn't really continue on with it. But it it was the first thing that Netflix picked up. But everything after that has been anime from that Japan. just ha- isn't available. So here they're they're calling else. it Netflix original because it's something that, that no one else. Is, no one yeah. else is. Yeah. Um, I bet I did. I bet I did read articles about Knights of Sidonia there, and just there, make assumptions. There are a few um, titles that they've picked up that are like spinoff series of um, titles that like Funimation has mm-hmm. under their belt, and I'm pretty sure Funimation is not happy about Netflix picking them up from underneath their nose. But yeah. it, it happened. Crunchyroll did the same thing to Netflix. Also, whenever they started releasing their own titles and stuff. It, it it's become a, a dog eat dog world uh, again. Streaming it used to media, be. yeah. Well, yeah, because it used to be videotape fights, mm-hmm. like for real, like right. videotape mm-hmm. distribution. Which is why I was like, I just can't justify these two episodes for eighty dollars on this videotape. Yeah. Like that's how mm-hmm. you know. I, uh, I'm a, yeah. I've apparently seen all the Ron but one half I'm going to because look how expensive. You know that it's it used so, to be the so much. VHS distribution, and now it's oh yeah streaming um, distribution. See, same same fights. Isn't it great only the technology it changes. Yeah. <laughs> isn't it great though that they're fighting over anime? It, it really is. I, it, mean, I, I think it's great. That, that that means the consumer wins. Yeah. Um. And and you know, any excuse to bring anime back to the uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how you guys. I guess feel. bigger picture because I don't yeah. think it ever really. I mean, manga, which I know these are different things, but I mean, manga sections in bookstores just became huge. I know that my uh, when. I shopped at Atomic Pop in Norman that the comic book store was right across from the high school that it was like, I mean, God bless them. Kids come in and read the comics, but I didn't go at lunchtime Mm -hmm. because they walk Mm -hmm. across the street and just, but they were always reading anime. I mean, no, no shade. (laughs) You do know Atomic Pop is still open. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It just, but the, they they closed one of the locations. Yes. Not no longer the walked across the street from the high school part (laughs) of that story. wasn't going to make sense. If I did. Talking (laughs) about the popularity manga, we might took my son over to the Southwest Oklahoma city library, the pioneer library Mm -hmm. system. And oh my gosh, it's, there's a huge wall of, yeah. there's, there's also graphic novels and, and trade paperbacks in mixed in with that, but lots of Naruto and all these mm-hmm. mangas that I don't know if they would have been there 10, 15 years ago. I just don't know of the popularity. That yeah, that libraries, I'm not sure. Bookstore, I, yeah, well, but no, no, library. I'm, yeah, I'm talking about just library because that, no, that, they, they can only do, they have to justify people checking them out. One of the the big um, used to be producers of manga was uh, Tokyo Pop. Mm-hmm. 
And whenever Borders, it wasn't because Tokyo Pop was going out of business. It was because Borders went out of business. Yeah. And Borders was their biggest creditor. Mm -hmm. And whenever they closed, they had no way to have a recourse on those funds. Yeah. So Tokyo Pop kind of had to shut down here. They're still active in Germany and European areas, but they're just not active in the U.S. anymore. So, but that they used to be the big ones. And now you have all the manga prices, if you've ever paid attention to them. Some of them used to be like seven ninety nine a volume. Um, there's now distributors or producers of them really that will charge you thirteen to fifteen dollars a mm-hmm. manga now because of the way yeah currency demand's has different. Yeah. yeah, currency's different. Demand is now different. I mean, mm-hmm. to- yeah, Tokyo Pop is a big player. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I've got a question for you because um, again, we're talking to Wes and Amber Bowen of Otaku Matsuri, and I, I, with a lot of times we talk about the popularity of something. Okay. Uh, you know, sometimes some people are excited that Doctor Who, for example, is becoming worldwide popular. Mm-hmm. Other people will say, you know, you're you're getting in on my stuff that I've always loved. Do yeah. you, how do you feel about anime? Yeah. Do, how do you is that like working? The fact in that it's the... becoming popular, or would you rather it just stay niche? I'm actually okay with the fact that it's becoming popular because that means I get more of the stuff I like brought over from yeah. Japan. Because yeah. I'm also I'm also a, I play a lot of video games. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm a gamer. Um, I've got a pretty. You're, you're, you're welcome here. It's okay. <laughs> it's a safe space. It's a safe space. What's well, a safe small space? But it's yeah. still a safe space. <laughs> but. Um, because more animes are becoming popular, they're starting to bring over more different titles and styles of video games from Japan also, just to kind of see if those can gain more popularity. Um, so I, that that helps that section of my, my desire, my life. But the fact that anime has become so popular that, I mean, Netflix runs it, yeah. Hulu f- runs it, Amazon Prime has their own titles. Um, each one of the producers who make dubs are starting to simulcast dubs, which is, you know, five days later you have a dubbed episode of the episode that just came out in Japan. Wow. Oh my gosh. I um, do I do not want to be on that around. staff. Well, that, <laughs> that, 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 that also used to be the case for um, Pokemon um, back in the day, Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! Because mm-hmm. we were, I think, a month behind the, mm-hmm. the releases over in Japan. Yeah. Um, so w- we've always kind of done that. But, only, but those are the biggest the, of the big exactly. titles, right? And now you're talking about... Uh, Funimation I mean, pretty much does half of the titles they have every season. Is yeah, they, the now. the the demand is such mm-hmm. that that's worthwhile. Yeah, that's amazing. That's a huge shift. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. The fact that, and again, so the fact that there's also new stuff coming out. It means if it's popular, that means you're going to have new things coming out. So that somebody who again doesn't want to go want read every uh, issue of uh, Captain America can pick up something new. <laughs> um, but they don't have to go back and watch all the Sailor Moons. Mm-hmm. They can pick up something new. And go, oh, you know, Netflix original. Uh, oh, like Netflix. Sailor Moon and, Crystal. And maybe get Watch into it, anime. Yeah, <laughs> get into anime without it being having to go all the way back to the beginning. Right, yeah. And that, and that, that kind of helps bring in a newer crowd. Mm-hmm. So um, that, that, that is something that you can't really argue about. But as as time progresses, you also lose out on titles, too. Like, there's a old one um, that I enjoy. It's from 1980s. Um, it's called City Hunter. Nobody has like reobtain the rights for that to re-release it. But ADV oh, used to have it on DVD and they released it right before they kind of went belly up and uh-huh. released it on DVD. It's a really good one. The the, the trick is is you, you also have to as the time progresses the art styles have changed too. Yeah. So some people that used to really love anime are kind of like phasing out of it because the art style has become too either CG or too fluid and not really like lifelike or the imagery has changed to where it's not 
they don't focus on that background anymore as much as they used to. Mm -hmm. They'll just focus more on the foreground and what's going on there. You can really like, date anime by just the animation. Watching an anime that you've never watched before, you can really tell like when it was made just because of the animation. Yeah. yeah. No, I that that makes total sense. Does it seem I can like do the same thing with comic books. of itself back in when it was and does it it's kind of like imitating what it was in when it first started, but now it's being using computers to be more just an imitation of itself. Is that I wouldn't necessarily go that far. It just it, it I mean not in a bad that. way, just it's just not simply it's just well, simply, I mean just the shift, the shift too. from actual hand drawn cell animation to yeah. um I mean to even even I mean, use an American example that looks amazing. Even to, uh, you know, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic is like 100% flash mm -hmm. animation. I mean, you just, it just looks different than the 80s. I don't know if that's a, actually a good example because the 80s My Little Pony was probably about the same level as He-Man. <laughs> but I'm just saying, even one that was made at the height of its game in 1985, it's just... Well, if you it's it, just, yeah, if you go back to I do Man. have a good example of this actually. That's not quite that that biggest band, but you go look at the first episode of Justice League versus the first episode of Batman the Animated Series, and they had shifted almost entirely mm -hmm. to uh, some pretty bad on the backgrounds CG, but even the foreground stuff was done more with computers. Whereas because it was, uh, I think ninety three. Mm -hmm. I mean, Batman the Animated Series is all hand drawn, right? Still all hand drawn. Do you look so at the and they. I really like both of them very much, but they're just they're just different. Yeah, they don't look the same. Yeah, you look at the classics of, uh, for example, uh, Speed Racer, Battle of the Planets. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, those were yeah, those were all hand drawn and amazing. I mean, they got me into it. I was I was excited about it. And yeah, sometimes you can and it, but if it's mass produced, sometimes you you don't have any choice but to kind of go. And the, the background is a minor thing. We need to make sure yeah. that our foreground characters are you know because I got to put this out now. Exactly. So. That background thing is really interesting to me because if you look at the manga, backgrounds are like non-existent. I mean, a lot of times, mm -hmm. and then they get very. Oh, we're translating it to animation. Let's actually do some backgrounds. And now here we've come like full circle <laughs> where it's like those backgrounds aren't really that important. That's. That's a fascinating shift to me because I am a giant nerd. <laughs> Again, shocker, shocker, shocker. <laughs> yeah. Cool. But, so, what else are we going to have at this? At, at the um, we are actually having a, um, a festival that we'll be hosting. The convention itself will be hosting both on Friday night and Saturday night. Mm -hmm. um, it'll be roughly ran for about three hours, um, and it's going to be more of our fundraiser. Um, there'll be like a punch card kind of thing that you get that's kind of like your tokens um, and you'll go to the different stalls you'll enjoy them and during the time that that's not an actual festival room is where we're gonna have like we have a um, okay yado coming out that's a traditional Japanese style martial arts they're gonna be doing demonstrations but they're gonna be doing it in the <gasps> festival room oh, yeah. so it's already set up to where it you know kind of fits with the the theme of what they're used to um, that's quick draw swords that's cool mm -hmm. For our listeners who may not know, <laughs> that would be very cool. But, I didn't know that. That's really neat. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I did that a little. <laughs> I kendoed a lot and did that a little. Um, we're actually talking to the the kendo out this direction too about being there and having demonstrations. So. Ah, let's oh, like let's that. off air talk about who you're talking to because I may have some other people you should talk to. Oh, okay. There you go. I don't want to put them on the spot. I don't want to put them on the spot, so I'm not going to say it right now. But. <laughs> That's one. You may already be talking to them. We'll figure it out. It'll be awesome. I'm guessing cosplay is. Are you guys doing a? We are. 
Um, I can't imagine. Oh, anime, anime because you cosplay. have somebody. You have somebody. Is it you on the board who is like in charge of cosplay? Amber? It's not me. It's not no. you. Okay. No, I'm I, in charge I'm of fashion. I was trying to remember of maybe that's what I. Hold on. Hey, you, let's talk about both of those things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cosplay and fashion. Those are two different things. Yeah, um, cosplay is you're dressing up as the characters, and some sure. people, you know, make their outfits, or some people buy their outfits, right. their cosplays, um, and then they they typically enter a contest, and we're going to have a contest um, with some prizes, and you know, and the the J fashion is Japanese street fashion, mm-hmm. and there's lots of different styles and. That you could do. Um, the one that we're mostly focusing on is Lolita fashion, which, if you don't know what that is, it's kind of takes a lot of inspiration from Rococo fashion and Victorian fashion, and it's evolved a lot over the years since it started, and has a lot of colorful prints. A lot of them are kind of more, um, yeah, yeah, like toys and things like that on them as well. So they look kind of this childlike, one, but this it's, one I knew. Lolita, I knew. <laughs> it's it's more about like your modesty and oh, things like that. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. get it confused with like fetishes, but it has nothing to do with any any fetish at all. It's, it's just a fashion. Than, different than Nabokov's Lolita. My minds will go there. So sometimes a lot of yes. people, a lot like, of people. Well, I mean, in the West, this is your this is your touchstone for the name Lolita is yes. Nabokov. Yeah, uh, not so much. Some people will argue that it's just a coincidence. Some people will argue that there's no way that it could be a coincidence. But the fashion itself, it's a luxury. It's a luxury fashion. It's it's pretty expensive. Yeah, because it's layers and petticoats. And, yes, and you wear the petticoats. You wear lace, bloomers, and, yeah, stockings, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when shoes. you said Victorian, I went to like a steampunk type thing. But that's more of like almost a Western uh, Victorian. Uh, like Western as in like guns and horses. Yeah. And, and that's that's what it really means. Like steampunk is kind of what prairie. happens when Victoriana comes to America. Yeah. It's, sometimes. It's pra- very prairie. It's like something you would see in Oklahoma. But no, back this in is... The, well, traditional is not the right word because it's also kind of drifted and done its own thing. But it's not looking to stick goggles and gears on everything. Right. Oh, no. no offense, steampunk listeners. No. You do have some people that you. will combine the two styles. Because mm-hmm. Lolita Fashion has lots of different ways you can wear it. I mean, what really defines it is the silhouette of it because you've got the dress that kind of goes out and makes yeah, yeah. typically a bell shape. Mm-hmm. And that is what really defines the Lolita. Did you just start style. filling in with whatever? And then, yeah, you got that I mean, silhouette. Fill it in with whatever you want. You yeah, can you cool. can wear it like however you want. You can do gothic. You can do sweet. You can do um, like sailor. Sailor is really popular, and that's really you cute. don't say. And then <laughs> that's like gonna be like the you know, right, the, yeah. And um. Then you've got like classic, which is going to be like your more earthy tones, like mm-hmm. browns and reds and things like that, um, creams, and that's going to look more like your Victorian style. Is there a fashion show? Yes, oh, we are. Yay. We are working on a fashion show. We're looking for models. Unfortunately, you have to provide your own coordinate, which mm-hmm. is your own outfit, to become a model in our fashion show because we just don't have like. You know, a wardrobe waiting yeah, to dress no, people. <laughs> but, um, Fashion shows are expensive. Like, yeah, like I mean, you got, you got to have all the clothes. You got to pay people to wear them. And I mean, or but you're doing it more on a 
volunteer basis. Yes, we're yeah. doing it more on a volunteer basis. It will count towards your volunteer hours if you do decide you want to model. Um, and it, it'll be about three hours total because of rehearsal and then the fashion show. Um, but well, you do. You mentioned Lolita fashion. Did you see? Did you, was there another one that I heard you say a, a different type of? Um, you have Lolita. There's um, like Decora, which is very bright and vibrant. It's just like layers upon layers of colors and jewelry and stuff in your hair, and it's it's really fun and cute. Um, you have Fairy K. You have there's just so oh, so fun. many i love this idea so many fashions um i'm going to need to be pointed at some newbie blogs i feel like you could help me out okay yeah. <laughs> i'm well, not kidding about learning about fashion just so that i can be smarter about superhero costumes that is i'm mean, gonna be honest that's why i'm doing it but <laughs> i'm still in i'm in now i got a question so is it just the girls no um what do lolita dudes look like well, you have some that will wear the dresses because... Oh, sure, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. They look absolutely stunning. Sometimes they look more stunning than I could ever look. But um, there's also a boy style, mm -hmm. which you have like... Um, you could do like an aristocrat style, or you could do the like boy style, which is usually kind of like the poofy shorts and the, the oh, stockings. Yeah. Like, like and, a knickerbockers. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So again, still staying in about the same time period. Yes. But but just more toward men's fashion as well. I mm -hmm. love that idea. It, I, it's Michael, super I think cute. you in boy short pants I, and uh I have the legs stockings. for knickerbockers yeah. and tights. I do. I do. Well, get it, I get have it done. the leg for tights, so it's it's okay. I've, you know, yes. Watch our Instagram people. <laughs> Devin's going to be excited to take that picture. <laughs> That's right. Um, so we got a cosplay. We've got a fashion show. What else are people? Um, we have a, actually a Lolita tea that we're also hosting. The convention is. And it's almost oh. we, we have, because we have two, uh, two actual guests that are pretty well known in the Lolita scene here in the United States. Well, one of them just moved to Canada at the beginning of the year. She has family up there, right? So she kind of, kind of, she was like living North in North American, yeah. yeah. She she was living in California and in Canada. She was going back and forth, so she just kind of, Oof, might, that's a, that'd be a shock, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> so she just kind of got stationary. But um, her name is Lovely Lore. Um, she has what is it? Is she her social media is that she uses? The oh, Lovely Lore, um, Instagram. You can find her on Tumblr. I think you can even find her um, on Facebook, maybe. L-O-R, Lore. Mm -hmm. Yes, Lore. Lovely Lore. Cool. And she's one of our guests, and the other one is Ghost in the Forest, who is more of a... Boy style. Boy style, OG oh. style, right? Yeah. Um, See, there and go. there are two Lolita, or J Fashion guests, and during the Lolita Tea Party, we have VIP tickets available where you're actually set at a table with at them. At the table with them. So... That's cool. Having tea with them mm -hmm. and everybody yes. in the, the, their fashion. Yep. Yes. Oh, that'd be so much fun. Mm -hmm. Especially because it's tea. How wonderful. Also, there's tea. That's right. We do have a um, community here, a Lolita community here in Oklahoma City. And so occasionally you might see a bunch of us just like walking around or hanging out around the city. I would celebrate we, that. I we would like to do tea parties. Aww. We like to like... 
You rebels. And- <laughs> <laughs> Walking around with your decorum. Make tea, We're- not war. <laughs> <laughs> yes, make tea, not war. What, what, is there a website? Is there a place where people can find out more about this? On Facebook. Um, it's the Oklahoma City Lolita community. That's wonderful. I love that idea. Because again, you know, I think again you're right. I'm imagining some confusion from some people. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. This isn't what I expected at all. <laughs> These people are entirely we, clothed. Anyway. <laughs> yes, That's the pro- point, though. Right, right. Like, yes, from top is. to bottom. <laughs> this is weird. No. It's like, I can't see anything. It's like, yes, it's Ridiculous. all clothed. Yes. So cool. Man, look at that. I, I'm learning things. I know. But Nicole? if you do come to the convention and you do go to the fashion show, we're trying to make the fashion show kind of like educational. Yeah. To yeah. where um, we'll have people depending on how many different styles that we get like submitted for models, um, we'll be like separate them in their styles and we'll talk about the brands that they're wearing or even if they do handmade stuff as long, you know, cause hand, people do hand make their own stuff cause it's, yeah. it's really expensive yeah. and you have to buy from overseas a lot of the times. And then the sizing doesn't always work out. It's pretty much one no, size. That's, I, that's, I, I, just looking at some of the pictures, I can absolutely see that anyone with skill in sewing could easily get ahead oh, yeah. doing it you, themselves. Well, like the so budget would people. stretch so much further if you were able to do it yourself. And just looking at those fashions, they're, they're, you could actually find them, I think, in, in, your, in your local, or uh, some of those, uh, your, your fabric stores. Mm-hmm. You could find, find those patterns. And they wouldn't, I don't think those patterns would be hard to find. You, you could, no, you you could, could definitely actually, find yeah. some like historical patterns. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I mean, yeah. And use those and modify them because the the skirts are going to be shorter. They're going to be about knee length typically, and so you, that's not really hard to modify on a pattern. You just make it shorter. You just measure differently, yeah. as yeah. though what were a very short person. Easy. There you go, right there. Yeah. <laughs> Says the guy who doesn't sew. Seems easy. I don't know. <laughs> just 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 imagine you're four foot eight instead of five foot two. Yeah. So the so the fashion show would be something good to come to if you want to learn about the fashion, and we'll also have a what we're calling a Lolita lounge set up. And it's just going to be a room that's going to be set up all weekend long with, you know, some tables and chairs and things like that. Um, we're hoping to get some tea in there all weekend long to where girls girls and guys can come in and drink tea. Mm-hmm. Do people have to be dressed up? Not to enter the lounge, um, but for the tea party, sure. yes. You want, to, you want everyone, you want the, the, the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The atmosphere. Right. We're going for an atmosphere. No, but, but in the lounge, if people want to just come in and Anybody talk to others in. who are there, and mm-hmm. kind of I mean, get to know it, yeah, yeah, there there are people who probably don't know anything about. Yeah, it's a total or learning maybe, curve. They do know. I'm sitting right here, but yeah, <laughs> but we're, or, or yeah, well, exactly. I, I would be interested in going in and find. Okay, well, how would it, especially because I was thinking about guys' fashions. How would I go about getting it? So it'd be nice to be able to talk to someone who's in. Where are our ghosts in the forest? And, uh, guest, she will be doing a boy style fashion 101 panel. Uh huh. So that'll be very helpful for anybody who's wanting to get into the boy style section. See, that'd be awesome. Um, We'll also have uh, some magazines set up in the lounge. The magazines are going to be like your, they're called Gothic Lolita Bibles. And they're just filled with like upcoming releases and things like like that for um, the different brands. So there's just pages and pages and pages of 
the style and the I'm clothes sure and stuff. That that phrase is a phrase you use often and don't think about at all, but Gothic, Gothic Lolita, Lolita Bible. Bible feels like about nine short stories right now. Like there's, I got a lot of world building just in the phrase Gothic Lolita Bible. Yeah, all of a sudden you've got the, the juices flowing. Like, Which just there. cracks me up because I'm serious. I bet you're like, what? That's like, you know. It's water. normal. It's just I talk about Gothic Lolita Bibles all the time. Well, then you wouldn't be entertained by my crazy person choice. <laughs> <laughs> that wildly misunderstands your mundanity. I'm into it. I like it. Okay, so that actually brings me around because you mentioned if you come to the fashion show, are um, is that part of the weekend pass or are there day passes or can I just come to the fashion show or how how am I able to attend your show? Uh, you or, you I will mean, need to buy a badge okay. for the convention itself. It's an event that is happening as part of the convention. Within the convention, yeah. Yes. So you will need to buy either a weekend pass or a day pass or even a two-day pass, because we'll have two-day passes. Um, day passes and two-day passes will be available on-site. Mm -hmm. Are we still doing pre-orders online? Uh, for the badges? Mm -hmm. For yes. weekend badges? For full-weekend badges. So for full-weekend full badges, they're still available online. Um, can we, can we talk about yeah. the prices yeah. of those? They are currently uh, 45 for the uh, For the weekend for the, for the full weekend badge. Oh, my gosh, that's a great price. Um, and you don't have to... Um, Pay for autographs from our from our VAs or anything. So oh, that's 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 all that's taken amazing. care of. Um, and um, if you do want to show up, just kind of get a feel for the layout. There is a actual our artist alley isn't actually in a room. It's open to the public. Oh, okay. So we we want to kind of inspire and have let other people that might not want to come for the convention itself, but might know such artist is going to be there. Yeah. and Want to go see them again. Feel free to come on by. That's very generous of you. That's that so, really amazing. Yeah, I don't. There, there's very few cons that would allow for that. Um, we also have um, so our our day passes are going to be twenty dollars at the door. Okay. For a, a single day, um, two day is going to be thirty. Or I'm sorry, thirty five, and then the full weekend is forty five. Forty five. Okay. Right, at the door. In the full weekend. Refresh me. Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Yes. Yes, okay. it's uh, January 13th through the 15th. There yes. you go. And, I knew uh, you said it at the beginning. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's good to refresh people as well. Yeah. I, I am so excited. Are you guys excited? It's still about two months away. Mm -hmm. Are you guys excited about this? I, I am. As, a as, question, but as, yeah. as, as, as it's getting closer, it's starting to line up a lot better. Uh -huh. um, oh, anxiety on. is settling down into actual excitement. I haven't actually been anxious about it. Oh, okay, it, so. okay. <laughs> like, everybody else has. All the rest of my crew has. Oh, it. you're the calm center. I try. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can't tell, but I'm sweating on the inside. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. I've been a little nervous. <laughs> Amber's going over there, I've got a fat genetic out. <laughs> Pretty but, much. But, I mean, I've. I know a lot of the artists that are going to be there. Mm -hmm. Again, we've we've vended and been artists at multiple oh, yeah, conventions. Yeah, you, got, yeah, so you we, probably just call them. Hey, did you want to come and be in my show? That's about 90% accurate. Yeah. Like, because we knew most of them. Yeah. We're good friends with a lot of them. You, you get stuck in a space all weekend mm -hmm. sitting next to the same other two places. And you take care You're of You're either each other. going to become friends or enemies. There's no <laughs> other option. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've made more friends than enemies. I don't think I we have any enemies. I just wanted to acknowledge that the possibility of the, 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 the war can break out between booths. <laughs> it can yes. happen. Um, and, and our badges, day badge, two-day badges, full weekend, 
um, get you full access to the entire convention. Okay. Um, we'll get you entry into the um, the festival that we're hosting. However, again, you will have to buy the the, the, the punch card. The punch yeah. card. Mm-hmm. Just due to the fact that it's it's our fundraiser, and sure. we're, we're actually oh yeah, um, hey, just wh- got to confirm. Who are you supporting? We are um, supporting um, Integris Children's Mental Health. Excellent. So excellent. Uh, that way, we know all the funds stay within the state and they right. go to where they need to go to. So. Um, for the folks who may be more interested in day passes, mm-hmm. what day is the cosplay contest and what day is the fashion show? Do you know? They're Same. both on Saturday. They're both, both on, on Saturday. Saturday. Okay. All of our all of our big events fall on Saturday. We'll keep you busy, kids. So, yeah. <laughs> just, just because that's uh, usually a more active day sure, for everybody. Yeah. Um, some people might be off on Saturday, might have to work a small day on Sunday. Most people work, you know, Monday through Friday mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. seven days a week, even. So, but. Saturday is just going to be an easier day all around because it's a full day. Yeah. Like we the, the convention center itself is 24 hours. Um, we are a 24-hour convention. Um, I, it, you, you, really? Yeah. Our, 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 <laughs> table, our, our, our tabletop room, our video gaming room, um, our tabletop room is being hosted by uh, Luton XP in Norman. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're, great. They're, they're handling the, the board game aspect of it up there. We're working with... Um, Potentially, one stop animated manage our card game tournaments that we're going to be running there. Okay. Um, which will be um, card games like Weiss Schwartz, which is an anime based card game, uh, Yu Gi Oh! Pokemon, and um, Card Fight Vanguard. So, we might have some card tournaments going out throughout the weekend. Um, RTZ Esports is handling our video game room, and we'll have actual like large pot tournaments that they've worked on getting sponsors for the tournaments for themselves. Awesome. Um, they'll, they're taking care of all of that pre-registration, um, and via them, you can also purchase the video game only badge that we have. Oh, okay. It's $15 for the whole weekend access, um, for the video game room only. And I say only, but it's actually... No, 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 that makes a lot of sense. It's actually the video game room, the tabletop room, and the viewing rooms. Okay. I'm giving you access to all four of those locations, because people like to kind of change it up and relax, like move away from this to... Go over here and relax a little bit, or whatever they would like to do. Um, I mean, it also it also makes sense that honestly, the people who start to do well in those tournaments are mm-hmm. that's what they're going to do at the show. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like the more you win, the, the more, more you stay. the more that is what this. Okay, yeah. so I guess I'm just playing Pokemon this whole. T- I mean, it can be that. So mm-hmm. and you kind of want that. Bo- here both setups are going to be 3,600 square feet. Both the board game room, Plenty the tabletop room, yeah. and the video game room are all going to be 3,600 square feet. So it's got a good amount of space. Is Luton XP trying to, or are they able to, like, angle towards anime-inspired tabletop games? Are we able to get that focus? I'm, I'm talking to them about that. I, um, yeah, I just don't know what the options are. Um, I have a card capture soccer to board game. Yes. Oh, a what? There's, a car, there's, there's <laughs> card capture soccer. Board game. There's uh, Pokemon I know that one Monopoly. Too. Um, oh, that's yeah, you, no. just, you just said the worst word mm. in the world. For wow! Why what, would you take something like, joyful and wonderful like Pokemon and join it up with something that hates you like Monopoly? <laughs> Monopoly loves me. I don't know what you're talking about. See that? I yes, I love Monopoly. <laughs> and now I have found the two people, the two people in the world that, that everyone can... won't play in their family won't play Monopoly with. She beats me every time. And my son beats Everything's me, and I love it. Bizarre. I, people are weird. And God I've bless you, had, but that's I've never just, had a problem losing Monopoly. And everyone else, well, oh, hell, I've never had. Pro- we always flip the tables. Like, I've never oh. had a problem losing a Monopoly. It just takes a hundred years. I, I, I went in with my my, my family. Um, we used to play board games all the time together, and so even though I was the youngest in the family, they never went easy on me. 
never yeah. went easy on me. So I think that's part of why I'm really good at it now. Like I, I lost to them every single time we played, like back when I was a kid. But when I play other people now, I'm actually pretty good about at it. I, I'm gonna be honest, I haven't beat her at a single board game we've ever played together. Wow. That's wonderful. I'm super uh, into playing board games with my family. It's torture devices that I'm not interested in doing <laughs> with them. And that's what, Mon listen, no, Monopoly's this is- fun. No, this is baked into it. It's No, it's a game that is supposed to teach you that capitalism sucks. <laughs> that is literally <laughs> built into the game. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not the crazy one. Okay, yes. Wait, you were going to say, did you you have one that you beat her at? It, it was a digital version of a board game. <laughs> we were playing Connect 4 via our phones, and I actually beat her once. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. In text message, we play Connect 4 every now and then. So, like, if she's at home and I'm at work but not busy, it's like... Nice. Hey. <laughs> Holy cow, I won one. That's how it went, and we shared it to screen, Facebook. It was, yeah, yeah, screen cap, screen cap. It was, Print it so, out, put it in a plaque. <laughs> the, the the one memorable one that she beat me at was literally the entire peg area was full up and I had no moves. Like if I put it anywhere, she was winning, and I was just like, "Good game." Just like you know, you know when you're beat, you're just like, "Good well game." Well played. <laughs> had him yeah. beat like three ways. Yeah, beautiful. That's lovely. I love it. Connect Four is fun. Mm -hmm. I enjoy yeah. Connect Four. That's a game. That's. <laughs> <laughs> but but a lot of a lot of the anime based or anime inspired kind of card games or board games really are deck building games. Yeah. So they're more like your Marvel uh, villains and stuff like that. Yeah. What, uh, who is that? Is it Legendary? That's yes, the card legendary, building. Yeah. Yep. They're they're a lot like that. Um, believe it or not, there is a and it's an older one, and I don't think you can buy the books for it anymore. There is a um, D twenty inspired game. It used to be called Besom. Which actually stands for big eyes, small eyes. Oh, mouth. yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I have the TriStat version really? of that in Teenagers from Outer Space. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, which I ran when I was in college. <laughs> I, yes. Yes, Yay. I did. <laughs> at one at one point. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure that this. I, okay, it doesn't. At one point, um, at one point, there was a battle of the bands that accidentally summoned George Clinton's mothership. <laughs> <laughs> it was very dangerous. They, they got the funk on, and, and it was well, yes, I mean, and they couldn't they couldn't attack the stage directly because uh, so wide you can't get around it. Look, he's been all about idols for a long time. So low That's you right. can't get under <laughs> it. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they hated me. It was fantastic. All right, yes, uh, yeah, the, <laughs> yes. The tr I am familiar with the TriStat version of mm -hmm. Big Eyes Small Mouth. Yep, that's him. That's fun. Uh, we're, we're gonna have to. We have to get, get close to an hour here. Uh, what 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 should people know about the, this this event that we haven't gone over? Um, we are looking for volunteers still. Good. Um, if you apply, we are doing. You you have two options for your badges. You can purchase one, and we'll reimburse you based on the amount of hours you worked. It doesn't matter how many hours you worked. I'm going to reimburse you based on how much time you put in. Mm -hmm. um, but we also have a checkout badge for people that might not want to enjoy the convention but want to volunteer. Um, good for college students who might need it for you know oh, in yeah. college for yeah. some of their volunteer time. Um, it's uh, you come in, you hand us one of your state issued IDs. We check out the badge to you, um, but you have to be signed up. You have to be go to our website, um, otakamatsuri.com slash volunteers, and that should bring up the volunteer form. Okay. And depending on if you access it mobile or regular, it's easier just to go through the, the main page to do it. There's, but, a, there's a volunteers tab yes. on your website. On your, yeah. um, but 
that's just in case you're not wanting to. I mean, you you may be like, okay, I want to go to the convention, but I just want to volunteer. I don't mm-hmm. really want to do you know go do this or that because as vendors and artists, there's not much we enjoy doing at conventions anymore because we yeah, got yeah. burnt out. You've seen it, yeah. So the same thing with people. There's a lot of people who are just career volunteers yeah. for conventions. So that's that's kind of what I want to let them have the choice of doing. Are um, uh, I know licensing can be complicated. Are you doing any viewings? Um, we we will movies. do. Ha- we will have two viewing rooms. One is currently going to be under Crunchyroll, so we'll be showing Crunchyroll animes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one I'm actually trying to work with, and this is a little different. I'm trying to work with a company called Drama Fever. They specialize in Japanese, Korean, and Chinese dramas. Oh, and hey, I'm trying yes, to do live yes. action dramas in the other viewing room. Yes, as a person who has watched a fair chunk of Teen Girl Detectives. Yeah. I and, would go to that room, <laughs> and, and and that that is and those viewer rooms are part of that fifteen dollars gaming yes uh, ticket. So if you just bought if you just bought the fifteen dollars gaming, that's for the weekend. You could do any of the gaming, the video gaming, or board gaming, or go to either of these viewing rooms mm-hmm. as well. Yes, um, the only thing that that really, I mean, it, it prevents you from going to the panels because we do have four panel rooms, three or four panel three rooms. Panel rooms. Um, it'll prevent you from doing going to like the um, OK Iato um, demonstrations. Because it, it, it's it's specifically designed just for those individuals that want to stay in those sections. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, 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 as someone who has a lot of friends that can literally stay the entire weekend at a three-day convention in the tabletop room yeah. for tournaments, yeah, I mean, yeah. not not everybody wants to spend the $45 if they're not going to go to the they're autograph session the here. Yeah. yeah. The cosplay contest, that kind of it stuff. And get so. yourself a hotel room at the Embassy Suites so you can just sleep for five hours, go back down there and start playing some more. <laughs> yes. And I, I do believe Embassy Suites is um, $99 a night with our um, code. Oh, okay. Um, which is also labeled on the website, listed on the website. We also have another code that I'll be putting up uh, probably next week um, on our website for Holiday Inns, which has become one of our sponsors. Um, they're right across the street from the Embassy Suites. Um, we have a small room block with them, um, and it takes the room rate from $140 a night to $99 a night. Very nice. And the Embassy yeah. Suites, that's right, uh, that's all right off I-35, right? So like 24th, is it? It's, 24th, I don't know it's uh, 24th and Conference. But it's just right in that, just like... Mm-hmm. Just right across right. from like Michael's and Target and all that stuff. It's okay, right so it's area. right down the street from mm-hmm. I-35. Right so yeah. you, you don't have to actually go into... I, that's the only problem Beware I have. Beware what you Norman say. Is, is, oh. Is, <laughs> no, you get, the closer you get to campus, it's just the harder it gets to drive no, no, around. No, no, no. So it, it, it's, the it's closer before, you are to I-35, the easier it is to drive around. I don't mind going into Norman, but it just... Once the roads... Once you have to avoid a college, it gets a lot harder. Same thing as OSU. Yeah. It's, it's just really hard to... to navigate once you get to that area but this is right off i-35 so yeah, you don't have to go much. far into norman i forgot i went to buy comics one day and forgot that it was a game day and we were leaving town just barely ahead of when the game got out and it you are my people <laughs> who will dig this it no one else in the car got this joke but i just thought it was great because it reminded me of that episode of Ronma where he's running away from everybody <laughs> because in my rearview mirror it was just like Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! They're coming! Ah! <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. I got to beat the rush now. <laughs> the rush is coming. It was all by accident, but I was like, well, not slowing down now. <laughs> Drive it till the wheels fall off. That oh. is wonderful. And, and it is um, It is January 13th through 15th. People can go to Otakas Matsui. Did I, did I, did Matsu? Let's spell that. I'll just try to... Www.o... Matsuri. 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 Yeah. 
O-T-A-K-U-M-A-T-S-U-R-I.com. Right on. So. Otaku Matsuri. And then you have, I guess, a Facebook page? Facebook page. Um, Twitter um, is at Otaku underscore Matsuri. He says it much better than I do. Well, he's had some practice. That's true. <laughs> okay. Matsuri. Matsuri. Yeah. See, I didn't even think about it. Nailed it. Yeah. I can do it once I know it. Um, at Otaku uh, underscore Matsuri. Mm-hmm. And see, I'm going to get there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Facebook. And do you guys have a Twitter as well? That was the Twitter. That was the Otaku Twitter. underscore Matsuri. No, no, no. Matsuri. Do you do personally? Oh, oh. Do you I, want I, to share those? I, I don't have a Twitter personally um, because I've done Twitter off of uh, my businesses for so long that I just don't remember anymore. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure my... I do have another one. It's at Asian Culture Ant. Oh, that's my Twitter. Right, for, for, for the for business. business mm-hmm. yeah. But I used, to, I used to have a personal one. I just kind of disappeared from that side of things. And if you do, do too much of a personal, I mean, it becomes those, you don't, you don't you really use them for personal, but they, they just take up so much of your time. You don't mm-hmm. really have much time to, to tweet personal stuff. I understand. We, 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 we did, um, there was a K-pop, a Korean pop concert down in Dallas one time that I didn't, I didn't have a chance to make it to, but she did. It's a 2 p.m. It was a, it was a band or group from Korea. They came to Dallas. And we, I really want to get into we, K-pop. And, and we live tweeted really it. Do. We, li- nice. we live tweeted it. Yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome. Live tweets are the best thing. Amber, do you have a tweet? I do, but I almost never post anything. I'm like, oh, occasionally we'll Only tweet something. Only when she's live tweeting K-pop concerts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I so will occasionally so, live so, tweet so, my K-dramas. <laughs> okay, now share your Twitter. Yeah. Is that occasionally? It's no, no, rare. it's fine. I don't even know what it is. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I'll let you off the hook. <laughs> I'll tell you after the show. Okay, fair enough. We'll fill it in later. Um, fantastic. Do you want to still talk about Doctor Strange? We've got we've got about well, sure. Let's. You've seen Doctor Strange. I have. Our guests have not. So I'm sorry. We're we're gonna have a we'll have a private okie geek. Oh, okay. Very, very I mean, you're welcome. Jump in. Yes, but I mean, you can. But spoiler free. So hey, Michael, yeah. what did you think about Doctor Strange? I enjoyed it. Benedict Cumberbatch is wonderful. Uh, I think he is. Oh, I think he's fantastic. It's let me tell you. <laughs> the, the, well, the thing is, I it, it took me a little while to realize. Well, of course, Doctor Strange is not British. Stephen Strange is that's correct. So of course, better to come back. Although he has, still has that beautiful you yes, know, but baritone he does. Voice. He it, his American accent is. Do you not like it? No, no. Well, I like it for a weird reason. It is the <laughs> most generic American accent, oh, yeah. like studiously generic. Yes. Hey, where are you from? America. America. I am. You from, don't sound like you're from anywhere in particular. Correct. I'm from America. I'm from America. He has that you know. American accent. That <laughs> I mean, it is. It is just the least. He's not yeah, a New yeah, Yorker. Yeah. Like a, a friend a, yeah. of mine that I went with was like, that was the worst American accent. And I was like, no, it was the best, purely non-regional, no dialect whatsoever American accent. Right. It's true. And he he well he does the American accent like I would do a British accent, which is just the pure. High British that everyone. Well, that's know, ridiculous. Without, without if I was sounding doing like that, it'd be I'm Dick from, Van Dyke you know, from Liverpool or Mary Poppins. You know, anywhere from anywhere else in the Great Britain. Yeah, see, I wouldn't that's, be Cockney. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do anything like that. I don't even know if that's what that is. That's I Cockney. think I don't think that's a real English accent. I would just oh, be doing the Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke. Accent. No, no, no. It's 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 a it's a, it's a horrible <laughs> rendition of Cockney. Boy, but this is English, it. right? It's just be bad. <laughs> or I would sound like Alan Moore, and just and no one would be able to tell that that's what I was doing because I would just sound like I was really angry, and they would leave me alone. At any rate. Well, what did you think of the storyline? Well, first of all, let me say, I think 3D is a giant ripoff and a trick, and you're a sap if you pay for it. 99 times out of 100. 
Doctor Strange is the one time out of a hundred. Like it is the visuals. It is by far, by far, like you can't the the most visually striking and innovative Marvel movie. I was like, worried about seeing in three D, and I still haven't seen it in three D. I saw in two D because. I was worried with all the special effects that I would get vertigo and like die. I mean, this is not a thing that I struggle with, so I can't. Well, and I don't. I don't struggle with it either. My wife does. That's why I don't take her to go see those. It's just normal. But you um, too. Yeah, yeah, but I I I can go. I I saw uh, Force Awakens in three D. Force Awakens was okay in three D. Like it didn't need it, but the three D was was good. It was pretty. And with with Doctor Strange, I was like, I'm going to see it in three D. Or I'll just wait for at home because, you know, it's a Marvel movie. We know yeah. what we're getting. Yeah. Which is and it tied, worked, and it which is okay. tied to my biggest complaint, I guess. Yeah. And uh, it worked okay in 3D? It's amazing. I'll, yeah, I might have it's tried. It's amazing. Maybe. Like the little shields and stuff that he did. This I keep bringing this up so my friends have all heard this because this was just like a super pleasant surprise as far as the 3D. The little shields and stuff that they did when the camera was off to the side, they like have depth. Like they're they're not like out to here, but there's like layers. But you can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh the out layer is the furthest back, and then the next circle in is a little bit further out. It doesn't happen a lot, but I just so wasn't expecting it that when they had one of those shots, I was like, love you guys. Love you guys. The, the you know. animators actually went, okay, we can't just make this a flat thing. They actually gave yeah. you some depths. When they when you turn, you can actually see the... Yeah, the, like I said, it doesn't happen tons, but when it the one time, it, I mean, well, the first time that it did, I was like, hey, thanks, fellas. Really appreciate well, that the, effort. The, the main chase scene, I, I was just, I was amazed about how much they must have had to storyboard because all I can think is these people are running around on green screens on ropes. Oh yeah, totally. Um, and, and, and yet, and, and so, I mean, you, you've got to know where they're going to figure out where, I mean, it, it just, it, it, well, it's an, it's an animated scene with a couple of living people in it. Yes. Like but I mean, you, you would have had to storyboard that. the whole thing and every little thing because it is so complicated. And I, I love the, the, that's, that drew me in just in, in that, which of course most people have seen these in, in the uh, trailers. So mm-hmm. we're not giving anything away. That's, but there, it was those chase scenes that immediately went, I don't want to watch this in 3d. <laughs> uh, that, well, again, it did, it did not bother me. And the rest of it was so, was so worth it. Um, I'm looking to see who did the storyboards for Doctor Strange now because I'm I'm wondering if it's the guy who did them for Inception and I've met him. Uh, because because there's a lot of uh, similarity in that like layer layer right. layer twist the city kind of anyway I'll figure yes. it out later. But uh, yeah, so visually stunning. Every other Marvel movie that aspires to be a little weird now has a kind of ridiculously high bar. But we knew that was going to happen once you introduced Doctor Strange. Well, and, it and, could and have gone a different... I mean, it, it didn't have to go this way. Because in all the trailers, what you see are like the city-twisting geometric stuff. What you don't really see in the trailers is that they do the full-bore Jim Steranko psychedelic nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I was like, well, this is weird as hell. Like, yeah. nothing is, else is going to... If black... I, I come back to it. If Wakanda doesn't look like African Krypton, you guys suck. Yeah. Like, the, the bar is up there now. <laughs> You need you need to be weirder. We have gone. The one thing I thought about with Doctor Strange is we have gone as far away from the Dark Knight stuff in the night in uh, ten years ago, Thank where it was where it God. was we're going to do comic book stuff, but it's going to be real. Everything's going to be real. And like, well, but Go then, home, it, then, Chris it, then Nolan. it sucks. You know, I mean, I don't want to see something that's real. I want to see something that's fantastical. And 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 I'd they like, started. I think Doctor Strange is the is the 
just pinnacle of just we've gone freaky weird. And, I'd like to see and the embraced, most embraced it. I'd like to see the most realistic version of a billionaire doing super karate to murder clowns. I don't. I mean, I don't know what you're complaining about. That's super realistic, <laughs> right. man. I believe that. I mean, moment. oh, by the way, also in Dracula fetish gear. I mean, why not? <laughs> of course, it's fantastic. This happens thrice daily. I don't understand why you have a problem with the realism in that. Yeah. Anyway, so visually beautiful. Benedict Cumberbatch does do a great job with what they give him. I'm a little surprised they gave him what they gave him. And what I mean by that is, this is some of the character and story stuff, and I don't think I will be giving anything away, but um, Doctor Strange is a jerk, and he is, not, I mean, in the comics, like, well, not now, because we've had 40 years, right. but I mean, this is this is a guy who 100% believed he was the center of the universe and everybody else sucks, and you get, like, really one scene of that in this movie. It's one, very early on. And it's mostly him being mean to another character in the movie, which is not really particularly callous i mean it is it is to her but it does not sort of demonstrate this let me put let me come at this from another way you know how in sherlock you spend about uh 87 of the episode hating sherlock yeah, Holmes, sure. mm-hmm. but then he shows like one sliver of emotion and you're like oh okay thanks <laughs> thanks benedict cumberbatch oh, look, you melted smiled. my grinchy yes. heart that's they hired benedict cumberbatch why didn't they do that with Doctor Strange? I don't think, I don't think they wanted to. Do you, but they long? should have because what they did is not very interesting. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's just like every other Marvel movie. It, it, I, I think you're, you're right. And I, I feel like I that ties to the ongoing Iron Man problem, which is he's the villain in several movies, and they don't really double down on that. He has been the villain in at least two movies and the first act of his own. But we don't really... We are not made to dislike him. We are not made to hate him, even when he's the antagonist of the movie. And it's like, man, you got Benedict Cumberbatch. If anybody can make me hate you for most of the movie and then give me like two seconds at the end that make me go, you know, he might be okay. You hired that guy. And Doctor Strange is that character. I don't understand. I I just don't think they wanted to. I think they wanted him by the the end for it to be. Actually, I think probably not even just the end. They didn't want to do just a couple minutes of uh, you're, you're like this character in the last couple of minutes. I think they wanted you to be cheering for this character at a, at least the halfway point so that by the time he's he is becoming but Doctor you Strange... But you don't. He's still he's still kind of a low-level jerk in the middle of the movie. Yeah. It's, it's a halfway measure. Okay, I really enjoyed this movie, and I'm not telling nobody to go. I guess what I'm saying is I'd like to see some Marvel movies that aren't so damn safe. Like, I know we're going to get a, a Spider-Man movie that is... Basically, John Hughes superhero, mm-hmm. and and I don't. I really like that. I'm fine with that. I don't think you're going to find it in. It. Well, maybe Ragnarok might, but no, uh, next there's year, there's no way. There is no way after the other two Thor movies that we're going to get a dangerous Thor movie. It's not happening. Yeah, um, so I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think you're getting it anytime soon. But Jack I don't Guardians even, isn't going to do it. it. It's if you had a no, chance, you're right. Doctor Strange was the only one that probably could have done it. Black Panther and Captain Marvel better be transgressive somehow. It just. They're just really safe. Like people are going, people are gonna get bored. <laughs> They're I gonna. No, it's I, go- you know, mm. the formulaic thing. If if the formulaic thing works, and I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not saying I agree with the formulaic thing. Sure. I'm just simply saying if it works, people will still still keep going. Um, and especially we're talking to anime experts here, and let's talk about formulas. I mean, anime is a formula, and people keep coming back to it. Over and over and over and over again because of the formula, right? Yep, and most of those formulas work. Yeah. So, so I'm just saying. But there, you just use the it's plural. Dis- 
So there's more than one? Atypically, because... Marvel you, has one. I know. I was about to say, cause, <laughs> yeah. cause, be, be, because for, for anime, each of your different genres or subgenres has their own different formula that they well that's and that's what I'm saying is 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 because within within Mm -hmm. within within Marvel superhero is being treated Pokemon is going to be the exact same formula yes Yu Gi Oh is going to be the The exact exact same idols are going to do idol things but the thing is they're treating um, superheroes like a single thing yeah when they really need to start thinking about this is our sci-fi superhero Mm -hmm. and this is our mystical superhero and this is our teenage superhero and they might do that once they they need to start they are through phase two we're Aren't we into phase three? Not yet. Is it not quite? I forget where the lines are, but I mean, we're through a lot. Yeah, and when in the standout and the standout films are the ones that did the thing I'm talking about. Winter Soldier is a superhero '70s spy thriller. Uh, Captain America is actually a anthology. Mm -hmm. It's not a unified. Well, I mean, there's a thread. Well, but no, I, mean, I, I actually. Oh wait, I don't. I don't see Captain America as an anthology. I see Captain America as a true trilogy. No, no, I'm sorry. I mean, first Avenger, the fish, the first movie is like a but, an well, anthology. I, see, of, I see it as I see it as actually yeah, the full. No, no, no. Trilogy. I mean, I mean, the individual movies that stand out mm-hmm. are the ones that decide we're going to be a superhero something right. movie, not just this. And ugh, I mean, maybe you can say it's superhero origin, but seriously, these origins are different. Mm-hmm. And and apparently, it's going to be the last origin story, so. How's Captain Marvel work? Well, I don't think you can't do Captain Marvel origin story. Otherwise, you'd have to introduce the actual Captain Marvel and introduce her as... No, we can forget that that guy exists because nobody cares anymore. So you just zap her with some kind of... Uh, yeah, pre- the career already around. Well, I know, but do you, do you, how does she get the... She got the powers because she was standing between Captain Marvel and this machine. Ah, we can make up. this work. I'm just, the, I'm just saying, I, I would rather she just show up and have powers. And I'm like, boom, good. Okay, I love her. That's never <laughs> going to happen in a Marvel movie. I, no, I think it can. I think <laughs> okay. it can. Oh, it, anything can happen. I, it's I, not going to happen. I, I just, I just, you can, you can easily have someone just show up and go, boom, they've got powers. Enjoy. They are setting her up to be the most was, powerful. Oh, I know. I, they are. They're not. No, there will be an origin. I just hope that it's not. The usual I just, Marvel I, porridge origin. Yeah, I don't. I, I would rather not be an origin story. I don't. No, I don't me too. It. But I don't know how you do that. I expected her to show just up. Show Honestly, up I expected her to get side origined in um the uh, like what Black Panther did Second in, Infinity in, War. Yeah, like, kind of like what Black Panther yeah. did in, in Civil yeah. War. Yeah, I mean I, because you're gonna have a bunch of Kree and other alien dudes that's, running that's around. That's what I think will happen. But and I, also but, the same thing with like Homecoming. You're not is not an origin story because we all know it's origin story. Well, you say that, and yet we have to talk about dead Dr. and Mrs. Wayne every five seconds. So it's like, we will go to this well every time. (sighs) (laughs) If you lined up Dr. Thomas and Martha Wayne's, you would have more people, more dead Thomas and Martha Wayne's than died at Normandy. So many On screen. That have been on screen. It's ridiculous. Enough pearls to wrap around the world. (laughs) Hey, math nerds, figure that one That's out. Right. So okay. anyway, so I, I really, I liked Doctor Strange. It's just Go not different. It. It's just it. not different. And I really, I want to see, again, because the ones that stand out for me are superhero and something else. It could have been more. Yeah. It could have been more, but it's it, still good. It could have been a lot more complex too. Like if, uh, imagine Baron Mordo, who is, well, he's not a Baron in, at the beginning yeah. of this movie, but Mordo, who is very humble, Right. And an actual haughty jerk face, Doctor Strange, like an actual Sherlock Holmes style Doctor Strange, only with his awesome generic American accent. 
and you've got this really like nice, sweet, you need to learn your place in the universe, Stephen, versus whatever, I'm the center of the universe, that is my place. That's way more interesting. Anyway, I'm just saying. Well, and my, my son was really excited to figure out that that was Baron Mordo. And uh, he was, and how excited was I that my that my son recognized the name and Ooh, immediately. And I'm Baron like, Mordo, I'm like, you very, say? Very good, son. Yes. I mean, like real talk. I live in a time of embar- an embarrassment of riches for superhero stuff, which sort of makes me feel like an ingrate when I ask for things like you know characterization or tight lines of conflict. Yeah. Nevertheless, those are also basic storytelling concepts. So you know. Work them in there, gang. Yep. It'll be fine. And at some point, we need to also talk about things like Westworld, but we'll get there eventually. No, I refuse. Until the season's over. Oh, okay, good. Well, it we'll, needs to be a single piece. It's, it's only got like four episodes left. Thing so is super we're, we're complicated. Good. Oh, gosh. I'm loving that show. Anyway, uh, January 13th through 15th is uh, Otaku Matsuri. Yes. Um, <laughs> at the Embassy Suites in Norman. Again, January 13th through 15th, Otaku uh, Matsuri. Dot com. Dot com. Yeah. Dot com. And at uh, otaku underscore Matsuri for your Twitter. Mm-hmm. And you've also got a Facebook page yes, as well. Yes, we do. Good deal. All and the places. Yes. Look, look them up because it's going to be a lot of fun. I am excited. I did 24-hour con. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gamer cons. That's the only ones that I've gone to that are like that. Because I, I got to roll dice they're, all they're, night. They're gaming. Yeah. Which at any point, I wouldn't, will there be like the role-playing games as well as? Yeah, there should be role-playing games at our convention. We actually have uh, Dark Fox Entertainment is going to be there in the gaming room also. They've made their own D20 game, so they'll be there. D20 anime-flavored game? Um, Interesting. I'm not sure if it's anime-flavored. Oh, okay. okay. I'm sorry. It, that it, would be cool. I assumed. <laughs> that, not, there was a context. I assumed. <laughs> awesome. So that's going to be our show. You can find us on our brand-new website, okigeek.com, also on Twitter and Facebook. At Okie Geek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. And Josh, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? People can find me on Twitter at Joshua Unruh. Virtually guaranteed to be 70% less political and 70% more social justice from here on out. There we go. I'm at KOSU Michael C. And uh, be sure and leave a uh, comment, subscribe to our podcast. Until next time, along with uh, Wes and Amber Bowen of Otaku Matsuri, I'm Michael Cross. And I remain Joshua Unruh. Reminding you to keep calm and geek on. Geek on.